Fit Nation. It's Fit Nation. Awesome. This daytime, that's hard to find, it's true The road we're on in a traffic jam It's a sunny drive on a piece of land It's paradise as long as I'm with you It's like one, two, three Just as easy as can be Just the way you look at me Make me smile Ain't no need to complicate it We both know truly value you, how they will miss you. You're not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you will be a burden to someone or feel embarrassed to call them, call the anonymous hotline at 1-800-273-8255 and press option one. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps to include the Military Broadcast Radio app. 
and check out our family of shows there. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. That's at the underscore Misfit Nation. Uh, subscribe and click the bell. This will keep you up to date on our latest shows, episodes, and of course, the stories of our guests. Speaking of which, our next guest is the creative force behind Market Appeal Brand. She works from her home office overlooking life in downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Though she grew up in a small town, in small town British Columbia, she has always been a city girl at heart. She started living her dream in her mid-40s after her kids grew up and struck out on their own. Great feeling. Her hard work, ethic, and entrepreneurial spirit are in her DNA as multi-generational Peel family values, which she has passed on to the next generation along with her independent streak. People describe her as intelligent, quick-witted, and creative, all things she takes pride in as she values intelligent thought and solution-based productivity. Market Appeal reflects her values and vision. So without further ado, let's welcome Shannon Peel to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Shannon. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. I mean, we're about three inches away on the map, but a few hours apart in the in real world. But it, Just a little. <laughs> it's easy to connect now with the Zoom world as we talked in the, the quick pre-show there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great that we finally got this connection. I know we had a speed bump along the way, and uh, <laughs> we got connected now. And uh, thanks to technology, we're here. So if you don't mind, uh, please tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you got things going before you became an empty nester and uh, got this whole creativity going. Well, I've always been a creative. I've always been a creative and I worked a lot in marketing, sales, um, customer solutions, that kind of thing. But, you know, for 20 years, I was married and was doing the family thing. Most of my time was spent definitely with the kids first, putting the kids first, putting, um, you know, one time after my divorce, my mom came and was talking to me and she goes, I don't know how you do it all alone. And I'm thinking, look at her. And I said, hey. I got one less kid and I got rid of the kid that chose the most work I'm doing just fine. (laughs) So my story, really my personal story is that I had to lose everything I was scared to lose in order to find myself and my path and my path. You know, I found myself on the edge, uh, looking into the darkness. Uh, My mind was definitely lying to me. Like I would all of a sudden have this, moment where all that peace I felt just nothing numb no all that pain was gone and my brain would show me a way to kill myself and it just seemed so right it was like yeah that's the right decision for what I'm going through right now um thankfully I'm a Taurus born in the year of the ox which means I am stubborn and I got through it. Um, you know, when my kids left, I didn't take it well. It was a difficult, difficult time when you're a single mom. And all of a sudden, you know, one day I had six kids living in my house. The next day I had none. Literally. They all moved up together. Wow. Six, zero. <laughs> six kids. Six. So there was my, my son, his girlfriend, his best friend were who were permanently and my daughter who were permanently living with me and then he always had two or three friends that he was moving in and out of my house at the same time (laughs) kool-aid house it's good (laughs) yeah yeah it was always wonderful you know i could hear them partying sometimes it was wonderful but um yeah so my life went from very busy to very quiet i had just lost my second job 
Um, my divorce still was not finalized. I was still dealing with a controlling um, emotionally and mentally, verbally abusing husband. And I was out of money, out of cash. Basically, I got a text one morning that said, I'm my daughter basically told us. So I got it from my, from my ex saying, your daughter has told me what it's like living with you. I'm giving her the child support and she's moving in with her brother. Wow. That was the last drop. Had that news come from anyone but him, I probably would have had a different result. Wow. Yeah, I was looking at poverty all over again because I it took me three years to get to a point where my parents were okay. We'll we'll loan you money for a lawyer, and as soon as I got that lawyer, I had a no contact order. Well, suggestion we didn't have to go to work because my ex didn't contact me, and I got child support, full child support for the first time, and all of a sudden it's oh, I'm taking that away from you. And you just lost your job. Plus you've lost your daughter. And you have no chance of home ownership again. Wow. Great person. <laughs> it, was, it was a dark, dark time. Um, I, that's when I learned I had anxiety. I just thought it was my gut telling me that things weren't right. But um, then I said, no, that's actually anxiety. And it was so severe. I was having... Uh, it, um, hallucinations so it was not a good time but I got through it and you know my parents were calling me a lot <laughs> but I was on my own you know I was single and uh, didn't have very many friends um, but you get through it you get through those times and then when you get through those times you find something to glom onto something to focus on you find your purpose. And if you take a moment to really think about what your purpose in life is, and when it, you find that place that you need to be and things just happen, they start aligning and you start finding opportunities and you can work nonstop because you are working within your purpose. Um, you find a more peace. You can survive on less and you're okay with it because you're doing what you know you're supposed to be doing but you really have to take that time to figure out who you are. Who are you really? Like for 20 years, I was a mom. Uh, well, for 20 years, I was, a, I was a wife and then a mom. And I had worked, couldn't find work, couldn't find, you know, I wasn't getting jobs. Nobody was hiring me. I felt totally unemployable, unvaluable, and unlovable because I couldn't find a date either. So you know, it was just a really bad time. Stacking up. <laughs> it was stacking up. It really, really was. Because I was getting, you know, I was going to three new interviews a week, plus doing all the interviews from the past, because I would literally go through the process of a month, two months process. And at the end, the guy would go, yeah, we went with the other guy. Yeah, we went with the other guy. Yeah, we went with the other guy. A year and a half of this, and I'm a single mom right? So, you know, this is where I was. But I'm here to tell you today that you can get through it. Even though 
it looks hard and you have no support. Like I didn't have support. I didn't have someone I could call and say, Hey, how are you doing? Or, you know, cause I was everyone's rock. And the minute I started to crumble, they disappeared. Now, before anybody says anything, the problem was not with me and the problem was not with them. The problem was with expectations. Certain people can be your rock. Not everyone can be your rock. And the people who you are a rock for, they cannot be your rock. They're not built to be your rock. It's not their purpose. So you got to go and find it, you know, and I've done it alone and you don't do it alone. That's like, I'm not saying do it alone. I'm just saying it can be done. It's not a fun journey alone. No, no. I mean, my parents worry about me constantly, but I'm doing pretty good. You know, I mean, yeah, I have my setbacks. I still have setbacks. I still live below the poverty line, but I have a business that I am proud to build. I have a purpose that I believe in. I have two kids who love me dearly and are highly independent, self-sufficient. And they contact me because they want to talk to me, not because they need something. Um, They solve their own problems and they support each other. That's awesome. Especially, uh, you know, siblings usually, you know, have the little chaos thing going as they're growing up. Well, mine didn't. (laughs) Mine didn't, believe it or not. Mine barely fought. And I'll give you the secret. For everyone, all your listeners out there who have little kids, because it really only works when they're little. But I started, when I had my my second child, I told my oldest one, you know, you're responsible for your sibling. And then when my my younger one got a little bit older, like you're responsible for your brother. Everybody got mad at me because I think, oh, you can't make them responsible for each other. I said, oh, just wait. Then when they got a little bit older and then every time they would start getting a little bit angry with each other and I could see that they were about to start fighting, I go, okay, you guys can fight. But first you have to say, I love you and hug and then fight to your heart's content. Have you ever tried fighting with somebody who said, I love you? It's pretty rough. <laughs> Psychological warfare, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a lot of that. <laughs> but yeah, no, my kids love each other and understand each other, even though they are so different. They're opposite. Like they are literally polar opposite. <laughs> but they always know that the other person loves them. And that's why my daughter wanted to be with my son. Because after I lost my job the second time and I started going off the rails, emotionally uh she just didn't want to deal with that anymore and her brother was her safe place opposites do attract in the the magnetic sphere of world so that's that's probably another reason why they're able to do that yin and yang thing together mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know it's i'm i'm very fortunate very fortunate that their personalities and i find though that families when siblings have gone through divorce or families that are really dysfunctional, the siblings can either be really not good, but for most of the part, most of the time, they're really close because they had to rely on each other through that hard time growing up. Exactly. Then you came out of this, you started your business. Mm -hmm. 
market appeal. I love the name of it. Uh, I love the the branding on your on your website. I love how the design is. It's pretty awesome. With the Thank you. So, and the, yeah. Oh. So I have market appeal. Market appeal is a platform for anyone who wants to become a thought leader or wants to learn from other people to come and share stories, find content that interests them. There is content on blogs. There is, are uh, challenges, there's courses, there is a podcast called Brand Appeal, there's a digital magazine called Appealing, another one called Curb Appeal. Um, there is just a lot of things there to help anyone who wants to live, create an appealing life, career, or business. And if you're a thought leader or you are trying to build your own brand, it also gives you the platform to do that with other people who are trying to do that so that together you can grow. That's the best way to work it together. Growing helps. It takes a village to make things grow, they say, in order to make things work. And that's a, a perfect way to do that. I also see you have uh, books on there, uh, hardcover on Doshins and those uh, it Pugs maybe or yeah, pugs, pugs. <laughs> you sell them or there's someone else's. They are some books I helped. Uh, there's a couple books there that I helped write and publish. Uh, they, which is one of the many services that I love to provide. And there are some books there that are mine that I've written and published. Um, some of them are novels. Some of them are workbooks to help you create a, mark, a brand with market appeal. And others are books of people who have either been in Appealing Magazine or have been showcased on the platform in one of my many platforms. Awesome. When we're speaking of brands and uh, building your brand, say like my podcast or an entrepreneur out there, how do you know what platforms to put your brand on? Well, it really comes down to who, where your audience is. So the best thing that you can do if you're a professional or a business is figure out, okay, who are the top clients that are customers that I love to work with? If you identify them first, and then you will figure out where they hang out and you make sure that you're hanging out where they hang out. The other thing, the other piece of advice I always give is if you are a professional, small business owner, solopreneur, you don't have a lot of time. So pick the platforms that you enjoy doing that are easy for you to do and make a habit of it. So for the brand awareness piece, you need to be on a social media platform. Pick one, go out and every day find five posts to engage with by making a comment, a thoughtful comment, a question to dive deeper into what the post is talking about. Do that every day for five days every day and there's a challenge on market appeal where you can go in and record that and get support in doing that as well um then the next piece of the funnel is your interest platform and that's what we're doing right now a podcast is an interest platform it's a platform that people can come to to learn more about your brand who you are and what you say and what you think but they don't actually have to engage with you your blog your podcast a book your website. So you really need to have a strong interest platform. You have to be doing PR and getting out there and getting credibility and brand credibility. Brand credibility can be different from different people. So if you are a business owner, solopreneur, um, professional, you're definitely going to want to be getting those online reviews. 
So pick an online review site that you want to collect reviews on. And then what you do is you send your customers, your clients, a request, but give them questions to answer. What was happening? Why did you need my services? Why did you choose me? What did I do to help? And what was the result? Give them the framework of the story that they, you want them to tell in their review and try to get them all in one place by giving them the link to where you want them to be. Um, if you are a thought leader or want to be a thought leader, you need to do some PR. You need to get on podcasts like Misfit Nation. You need to get on to different blogs as a guest blogger or get quoted by journalists and be the go-to person that they come to to talk to. That's your credibility piece. Now you've got that all built. That's great. Now you have to have the decision-making piece. Now this is when you sit down and you think, okay, what are the objections I hear about the most? Make an FAQ page on your website that answers those objections and gives them the information that they need to help them make a decision about contacting you and make sure that you have the call to action there. It, and the call to action is either you're going to want them to contact you, make an appointment and talk to you, or you want them to buy something, which then we come down to the close part and the loyalty part. So there's, as long as you have all of those pieces, now you get a loyalty part, you know, you want to have the email list and there's a lot of other pieces. And I start with a whole map, but yeah, so there's a lot of pieces, but that's a basic, basic um, story book. Story funnel. Story funnel for your, for your brand story and platforming it out. <clears throat> so when you're building a, as a personal brand, as opposed to your business brand, it should be about the same. You should still have the same, I guess, persona as you do with your business. That way you keep the positivity on both sides or whatever audience you're trying to get to. You should have the same personality. Is that, I mean, am I in the wrong field with that one? Or is that correct? No, you are right on because like, before we used to talk about coaches used to talk about work-life balance right. and now coaches are saying, well, there's no such thing as work-life balance. So after they tell us all that there's work-life balance, now they're all saying, no, there isn't anything but work-life balance. Who you are at work and who you are not at work should be congruent. And if it's not congruent, then pick one and make sure that the other one isn't seen because you don't want to confuse your audience. Right. You know, my brand, my personal story where I had to lose everything to find myself is I can make it congruent to my story and my brand story because my brand story is about helping other people get through those things, finding those solutions and making a brand for themselves. But if you are a person who is very professional at work, but really casual and do, hey, you know, let's, this is all kind of cool, 420, la, da, da. you want to definitely separate the two. Create but hide one. Hide, hide one. <laughs> Put the curtain up so they can't see one side of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for the most part, just try to be yourself, but be who you are and be proud of who you are. Because who you are is good enough. So, so be your genuine self at all times is the best way to yeah. do it. Just admit what it is that you want. Right. 
Don't, don't be going out there and saying, oh, I want this, but really you want this over here. You just don't want to tell anybody what you want. <laughs> it's okay to want what you want. Even if society tells you that it's not a good thing, that's society, who cares? What you want is valid, unless you're killing somebody or scamming somebody. And in that case, well, you know, that's maybe do something different. But for the normal person, what we want is personal to us and valid for each person. You just have to go out and find the other people that want the same things you do. You're going to, you know, just find your tribes. Definitely find your tribe and then and work with them. And once you have your tribe around you, you build them, they'll build their tribe and your tribe just grows and grows and grows until you have whatever you want to call it at the end of the tribes, the, the nation of tribes, I guess. And the, like if we, we built our tribes at the same time and, and link somewhere between here and Vancouver, you know, I guess that'd be the Rockies or something, but it'd be good. <laughs> Rockies are a beautiful, beautiful place. I used to drive, when I lived in Calgary, I drive between the Rockies and the Okanagan all the time. And I just finished, you know, I just finished binging on Tin Star, which was, uh, it's a prime movie, Amazon TV show that was filmed in the Rockies. And it's just absolutely gorgeous place. So if we're going to meet anywhere, that is an amazing place to meet. (laughs) I just, I linked this in right there. (laughs) Little pencil mark on there. It's a beautiful, beautiful part of the world. I'm very fortunate. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the Pacific Northwest is a beautiful area. And then everywhere you've been between there to get there is also amazing. And the, the beauty of the earth is, is great when you look at from on the small part of it to how big it is now. And just being grateful for the things that we have. You know, I mean, when I was in my darkest place, I didn't have much to be grateful for. At least that's what I thought. You know, because everything I wanted wasn't with me anymore. And I felt I had lost it all. But there are always some, there's always something to be grateful for. I mean, I kicked hope to the curb so often. And I kicked hope to the curb because every time I invited her for dinner, she sent her cousin disappointment. You know? took talking to somebody for me to understand that although I was thinking I was inviting hope, I was actually sending an invitation to expectations. There it is. <laughs> so understand, is this a hope or is this an expectation? Right. So once you realize that, then you can write your own story, make your own brand, and then pitch it to the masses and maybe come to market appeal and say, hey, can you show me I'm going in the right direction? That's right. And if you are, sorry about that, but if you are in a place, a dark place, and you're trying to figure out stuff, I do have um, a program as well to help you define your personal story, define who you are so you can find your purpose, so you can start seeing your problems from different uh, points of view. I wrote a novel. And it had five women, five women trying to navigate life in the 21st century uh, in their 40s. And basically, each woman was a stereotypical type of character, but each woman was a piece of me throughout my life. And it helped me to see the, diff- the problems in my life from different points of view. And I help people to do that by providing them with journaling prompts to help them see their own lives and their own problems for what they really are and they truly are because there's one thing I have learned 
your mind and your emotions lie to you. Don't listen to them. It will take you down the wrong path, definitely. And journaling will help you get them under control. I've been journaling a long time. Uh, every deployment, I, I wrote pretty much everything we did on deployments. And sometimes I can't read it because I don't understand what I'm writing sometimes because I was told I was supposed to be a doctor. My handwriting was so bad. But I made it through that point and became a soldier and now a, a careerist uh, doing other things in the world. But And this, of course, podcasting. And that journaling did help me a lot. Uh, lots of pages, lots of things on my computer that I can transcribe now into make into a historical, I guess, version of me and, and see the, my story how, as it evolved throughout my life and how I changed from an idiot in my 20s to what I am now. So, But it's more than that because it's your legacy. Right. It's your legacy. It's the piece of you that will remain forever. I mean, you go to London, you can touch a wall built by the Romans. You don't know who they built it, but somebody left, it, left their mark. Your story is your mark. Right. It definitely is. And uh, how does some, besides the market appeal, is there any other avenue someone can use to get in contact with you, like Instagram or LinkedIn or anything like that? Well, I am on LinkedIn, uh, Shannon Peel, and Instagram and Facebook, and you can find me there. But the best place is to come to Market Appeal, become a Market Appeal member. It's free to join and just be a part of the community. Um, find the help, the ideas, the, the inspiration to create an appealing life, career, or business for yourself. Awesome. If you can give three quick bits of tidbits or tips to that person trying to build their brand, what would that be? One, know your core values first. And when I mean know your core values, I mean know them inside and out, not just buzzwords. Two, Start telling stories about those words. Utilize those words and comment on other people's posts by searching out posts with those words. Three, whenever you can, take one of those connections that you make virtually and concrete it in the real world where opportunity lives. Awesome. All three are great bits of advice. Hopefully someone out there, it reaches someone out there in the audience and, and teaches them. Reach one, teach one, and uh, get them get them into a positive mindset. Uh, Shannon Peel from Market Appeal, thank you for being here with us tonight and uh, sharing your story with us and the Misfit Nation. Thank you so much, Rich, for having me on Misfit Nation. And what you were doing is very important. So keep helping people and supporting people and giving them a light when they're in their darkness. I appreciate that. Have a good one. Although the years have changed now and we go by different names I remember the sound of our roof in the rain And my mind goes back in time to a place so far gone Where the love we left behind us was still new We were listening to a record on the end of your bed Not giving thought to where it was all going 
And I was right then and there So badly I could read your mind Just so I could know the things that you were knowing I believe, yes I do The hardest part is always Leaving love behind I believe, yes I do That everything we lose Will be a gift in time But the hardest part is leaving love behind When it was time to say goodbye Those words came down like stones I admit for so long after It was hard to feel at home We would hear the highway song Shifting down in the night I was grateful that the echoes broke the quiet I believe, yes I do The hardest part is always Leaving love behind I believe, yes I do That everything we lose Will be a gift in time But the hardest part is leaving love behind Taking some of your time to spend with us on this Fit Nation. Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up and comer in any industry of music, in the arts, have them reach out to us on themisfitnation.com. We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling, because we are...
Fit, 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 fit,